now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I'm your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria since 1991. I've handled hundreds and hundreds of transactions here in our beautiful city. I'm proud to be ranked as one of the top REMAX agents in Western Canada, and I'd be pleased to help you as well, too. So if you're looking for another opinion or you're thinking about making a move or just want to chat about the market, know what's going on, give me a call. I would love to hear from you. You can find my contact information and the rest of the whole Home Show team members by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. Or you can always just Google us, Google Tony Joe Real Estate, Tony Joe Victoria. I would be happy to chat with you. Uh, I am also happy to announce that very soon we're going to be introducing our new brokerage here in Greater Victoria. Uh, I have purchased Remax in Duncan, which also has a satellite office in Mill Bay, uh, and it's called Remax Island Properties. And very soon we'll be lifting the veil of our beautiful Victoria location and looking forward to new chat, new chapter in uh, real estate here in Greater Victoria uh, as a broker owner. So today we're going to be talking about some timely issues. Uh, the main one being the stress test, the mortgage stress test that came into effect on June the first, just days ago. Right now, I'm, uh, it's a Thursday. I'm recording on Thursday, as I've been doing uh, ever since the pandemic. You're listening uh, either here on Saturday. Uh, or Sunday. I have to tell you, I'm looking out the window right now. It is beautiful blue sky and warm, uh, muggy out there, which I'm not going to complain about. I see that it's going to be rainy over the weekend. So I'm sure that uh, unfortunately, when you're listening, the weather might be a little different. But how can we complain? It's Victoria. My goodness, who doesn't love Victoria? If ever there was a time we're experiencing it right now, where people from across the country are coming and experiencing Victoria as new residents, new owners. So many people have moved here from Toronto, uh, from Ottawa, from uh, the lower mainlands, a lot of Surrey. We have um, White Rock, we've had uh, Vancouver. Uh, there's been so much acti activity happening here because again, people know about Victoria, they love it here. And the borders aren't even open right now. What will things be like when that comes back? Uh, because you know, folks, it's been a while since we've had American purchases. That was a big thing many years ago, um, but it stopped. And of course, uh, the, people always feel or think that the foreign buyers are influenced the market here. And I have said many times before, uh, including just a couple of weeks ago when I was chatting with pollster Mario Canseco, hey, the borders are closed, folks. We're not seeing foreign buyers here. There might be a few because, yes, you can buy remotely, but it's not driving the marketplace here. You know what's driving the marketplace? Fellow Canadians mostly locals, people who are moving from one place to the next, or people uh, getting into the real estate market. That's what's happening 
here. So anyways, getting back, we're going to be talking with Denise Webster after our first break here about mortgage stuff, about how the stress test can not only affect people who are looking to get into the real estate market, but also people who are thinking about refinancing and how it all works. And if it's going to be an issue when it comes time for you to um, renew your mortgage, because that's a big question that uh, a lot of people have. Uh, we always have the opportunity for you, by the way, to call and leave a message with us. Let us know what you'd like to talk about or what you'd like us to cover here on the home, Whole Home Show. Just give us a call, 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Leave a message. Uh, or you can find us on cfax1070.com. Uh, our contact information is right there. Just let us know what you like us to cover. And we get questions all the time, which I love, by the way. Um, and if you are a podcast listener, you want to listen to many of our past episodes because they're all posted uh, over 200 of them over the course of the last four years. Just go to iTunes or Google Play and look up The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. Uh, all of the episodes are there. So much great information. So many great guests over all the years. Uh, I, I love doing this. This is not my day job, by the way. You guys know this. I sell real estate. I help people buy and sell every single day. But I also love coming to you as the host of this program here because uh, it's just so much fun. And uh, the, the whole home show team, you know, with Denise, JP, uh, Gurpreet at Sitka Law and also Pierre Building Inspection. Uh, my goodness, it's a great little team. Uh, and I know that uh, a lot of listeners have partaken in the expertise and value that our show partners uh, have for you. Listen, uh, I want to touch on something right now. There's a lot of there's been a lot of um, feeling out there on the part of buyers, people who are looking out there in the market. There's been a lot of frustration because buyer, this is a seller's market right now, seller's market, hundred percent. There's no inventory. We're at 1400 active listings, whereas we'd normally have 4,000 or so this time of year. And there's a lot of demand because of the fact that interest rates are low. We've already determined, this is what our pollster from Research Co. told us a couple of weeks ago, uh, consumers believe that the low interest rates are the primary driver for where we're at right now. 43% of those polled said that it was low interest rates. So we know that that's what's going on. Now, buyers right now are tired. Agents are tired. They have been looking at houses. There are many buyers out there that have written unsuccessfully three, four, 10, 12 times. How many times can you get your heart broken is the question because that's what often happens. I just lost one this week and I have to say it was heartbreaking. Uh, not only for my client, it was for me as well too. It was the right property. They had a really strong, good offer but the truth is somebody else came in with a better offer. And the way the process is, well, we do not have open bidding. It is uh, basically a sealed bidding process. I know you don't like that as a buyer. I get that. Uh, for sellers, they actually, they do like the process a lot. And by the way, I had posted an article uh, from Australia. Uh, and it was the, uh, which magazine? It wasn't the Globe and Mail. It was, um, it'll come to me. Anyways, uh, People often say, well, if real estate was done like they do it in Australia, 
where you're out in the front yard and you're bidding like an auction house, that would be so much better because, uh, you know, then you know what the next uh, bidder, you know, the next highest bidder is and you're not overbidding by a hundred thousand or $200,000 or, or all that. It's funny because we had some dialogue with some of our colleagues in Australia uh, who have basically said, you know, you think that that's perfection. It is not because it is still a very uh, um, uh, aggressive and confrontational situation. Uh, and to make matters worse, you get to look into the eyes of the person that stole your dream home from away from you. I mean, that would be brutal. Now, folks, don't worry. I mean, it's not going to be like this forever. Uh, I know this is a little comfort for people who are buying right now and, and are really struggling. Um, but, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time, it is just normal. You'll find a house, you like it, you make an offer, you go back and forth, hopefully come to a resolution and end up buying your dream home. This whole multiple offer bidding war thing happens really rarely. We're in it right now. Happened in 2016. Uh, I can tell you, I've been at this for 30 years and I don't think I saw a multiple offer for my first at least 15 years. Like they don't happen a lot, right? So things will come back to normal. However, Australia always remains this bidding auction situation. That's just the way they do it. Uh, and people have tried to bring it here in North America and it has not been successful. So anyways, folks, I get it. If you're a buyer or your family, your kids or someone you know is out there in the marketplace right now, it is tough. There is no secret. By the way, it may not be your realtor's fault. Your realtor's probably doing the best they can but I mean, you know, what, until we can read our competitors' minds or be able to have a look at what the other offers are, it's all guesswork. It's all guess. It's not your agent's fault, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyways, we're going to take our first break for the day here. When we come back, we're going to be having a conversation with Denise Webster, our intrepid mortgage broker and show sponsor here at the Whole Home Show. She's with Dominion Lending Centers and always a joy having her here. Having her here. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We have with us today our show partner and a supporter of our program pretty well since day one. That would be our intrepid mortgage broker, Denise Webster. Denise is with Dominion, Lend Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, Denise, thanks, as always, for coming and sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks, Tony. It's always good to be here. Okay, so... The biggest thing that has been on everyone's minds, here we are, it's the first week of June, and uh, I have been asked, I can't tell you how many times just in the past couple of days from, you know, uh, clients, from prospects, from people on the street, uh, <laughs> what's going on with the stress test and how is that going to affect things? So let's, let's start with that. Okay. Uh, definitely. It's the, it is the hub right now. Um, there wasn't a ton of warning, like there was whispers of it in, um, I guess I want to say the end of April, maybe, and everything that kind of was leading up until June 1st uh, was talk that it was only going to affect uh, mortgages that uh, where clients or borrowers had more than 20% down. We call them an uninsured mortgage. If you put 20% down and take a 30-year amortization, it's called an uninsurable mortgage. So we thought it was only going to affect that, and it kind of made sense. They thought maybe that would slow the market from a lot of the over-asking offers, um, people that have a lot of extra funds to make those um, 
uh, I want to say exuberant, 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 that's it. exuberant offers. Yes. And you know, whether that would slow the market or not, it was remained to be seen, but there was not any whisper about it affecting the insured mortgages. So just a week before June 1st, um, it actually, I think it was even like May 28th. Uh, it, we found out it was going to affect both mortgages and what it is, is the qualifying rate. We call it the stress test. It came in in 2018. And then in January, 2019, it was across the board for all mortgages that everybody in Canada qualifies with a stress test. So it's nothing new. All they've done is increased that qualifying rate. It was 4.79 and it's gone up to 5.24, which is not crazy. It's been there before, right? Mm-hmm. The qualifying well, rate. Well, there's, there's, there's a lot of le- listeners too that remember the days of, you know, 12%, 20%, right. whatever. Well, rates. and this isn't the rate that you're going to be paying your mortgage at. This just says that you can qualify at a higher rate to be prepared for rate inflation. So it's not such a bad policy. Uh, When it first came in, gosh, there was a lot of kickback. Um, But I'll remind listeners as well, prior to that stress test, we already had that stress test on all variable rate mortgages. It wasn't new. It just started to fix rate mortgages back in 2018 and 19. So none of this is new. I don't think it's such a bad policy. We have been in such a low rate in interest environment for so long that we're all getting pretty comfortable and used to it. We should never get used to rates being under 2%, which is a pandemic caused that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this qualifying rate going back up to 5.24 is not crazy. It's been there before. It does take away some of your purchase power though. Um, I just, okay, actually, hold hold that thought because I want I want to get to that math later because it's it's, okay. it's it's a little complicated, right? Yeah. Um, but but as far as the stress test is concerned, um, and tell our listeners. So right now, what are people what are people getting mortgages at? So for a five year term, roughly, I know you know. Okay, they would so have the, to talk to you, of yeah, course. But the, just the, a, yeah. the range is between an insured mortgage and an uninsurable mortgage. That five year fixed rate is between two percent and two point three four percent. Yeah. Really low rates. Oh, yes. And the variable rates are down at um, prime minus 1% or greater. Uh, so we're seeing variable rates at 1.45 or even lower, depending on the lenders. Oh, my goodness. Right? So these are really low rates. So the actual stress test says you must qualify at the bank's benchmark rate, which right now is 5.24, or your current actual rate plus 2%, whatever is higher. Yeah. So, so, so for instance, right now, if it's if it's a two percent plus two percent, that's four. But yep. you still got to qualify at the five two four, yeah. right? So okay. where it's going to affect, um, it, it does affect stuff on the B side where you already have a higher rate. Those B rates are still pretty low right now. Oh, hold on, Denise. People, uh, people need to know what a what Thank a B you, is. What a B lender, right? B Let lender is alternative lending, and it's where we can actually get the lenders to think outside of the box a little bit for tougher applications that have uh, fairly damaged credit, bruised credit. Uh, their ratios aren't in line. They have to have a twenty percent down payment or more, anyways. But it's alternative lending to think outside of the box. Really great for people that are self-employed and not declaring enough income personally, but there's a good explanation there. So we can think outside of the box on that B side. So but for instance, course, that, that won't be the traditional, the big five. No, the traditional, what we call A side is yeah. there's guidelines, there's rules, you fit inside yeah, RBC, that box or not. RBC, Scotiabank, BMO. All our big banks, all our yeah. non-bank lenders. Yeah, everybody. Okay. A and B. Yeah. 
Got it. All right. So again, the, the B lenders, uh, is, is we're talking about, so they they all have to adhere to the stress test, right? Yes. Yep. Everybody. Okay. Um, the credit unions are outside of this, uh, OSFI and the, and the department of finance right now. Um, but they, I believe actually, you know what, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if all the credit unions have mm -hmm. to comply with the new stress test, but they didn't before. And that they was didn't before, but they yeah. did join in. They yeah. ended up taking it. It's not such a bad policy. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? You and I sort of talked about this at another one of our meetings, uh, I guess, yesterday. Yeah. Um, and, and I've read this as well, too. For, for all of the tools that the government has to try to slow down the craziness right now, this one actually is not that bad, right? No, it, it isn't. And maybe it does slow down the market because it, it will, sadly, it will push some people out of the range. It will limit to where their purchase power is, and it may push them what we called yesterday, the shift. Yeah. The shift is that you may not find that detached home now and you may be looking at townhomes. So the shift will happen where there might be um, fewer buyers looking at that same property. Okay. Well, you know, something else that I was, I was saying to, uh, to another group this morning, uh, and I, I completely agree with you, Denise, but, you know, the, the, something else that I brought up is the fact that um, in many ways. So those people that had to shift from the house to the townhouse, mm -hmm. right? Really what's happened is it, it's going to cause that townhouse segment to get busier than it was. Yes. So even though there's a shift, the people don't go away. Like the buyers yeah. are still there. They're just moving from one place to the next. And there's going to be some that are pushed out of the market. Like that's not, yeah. that, that's just a fact. You're right? absolutely right, Tony. The shift will happen. And now this new house the townhouse that maybe i'm just really small numbers here 10 people were looking at that yeah. shift happened and now there's 15 looking at it you're right yeah because you know i i don't think i've ever mentioned this uh, on the air before but i can think of people where we started looking at small starter houses and they either ended up or they are currently looking at condos that's three that's three jumps that's house yeah. duplex townhouse to condo yeah. And, and that's a pretty sig significant leap. Um, and, it, and it sort of begs the question, why would they do that? But uh, it always boils down to ownership in Victoria. Yeah, and I don't want to get too far off on this, but I think this is a pretty neat comment that I heard from one of our, um, one of our top lenders. I listened to a, a, a webinar that we did as, a, as an industry. And one comment that he made was just so stuck with me in that, you know, as Canadians, we put so much pride be behind home ownership. Mm -hmm. um, but the big picture for a lot of people, buyers, is that detached home with space, some land. And obviously, the pandemic really brought that forward of people wanting space. But the shift is actually going to have to happen soon that we are on the map in Canada. <laughs> Toronto, Vancouver, Victoria is on the map. And these are prime real estate areas now. And that shift is going to happen that if you want to live in a beautiful city, that condos are maybe going to be the way to go. And he compared it to, you know, we could be compared to New York or Paris one day, which yeah. is just hard to fathom our little island and maybe never the island. But still, Vancouver, Toronto, you you do you see that in Toronto? There's way more condos right? And downtown Vancouver. But that shift of thinking of the detached home with yard is not status. 
Oh, do for you, sure. Yeah, do you see I, I agree. And, but you know what? We have to take a break because I okay. want to talk more about this. This is a really important conversation. We're having a chat with Denise Webster, our uh, show sponsor and supporter from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, having a conversation here, starting with the stress test that just came in on June the 1st. Uh, we're going to do a little recap after we come back from the break. Um, but I like where we're going here. We're talking about uh, home ownership and there are stigmas too. We're going to talk about that, all right, and, and about uh, where people... Um, where people feel that home is. So, uh, Denise, people need to reach you always. The phone number is? 250-889-4743 or an email, denise at denisewebster.com. Okay, uh, hold on tight there, Denise. We're going to come back in just a second. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call they would love to hear from you. You can always find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there. Uh, or you can always reach out to me. Just find me. Google Tony Joe Real Estate, uh, Tony Joe Victoria. Um, uh, or if you're a podcast listener, a reminder as well, all of our episodes are podcasted on iTunes or Google Play. Just look for The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. We're chatting today with Denise Webster, who is one of our show partners. She is our amazing mortgage broker who has helped countless um, uh, not only listeners of this program, but clients of ours as well, too. Uh, Denise, thanks for coming back. I know it's a super busy time, super busy time, right? It sure is. I don't, I think it's a mutual feeling in this industry. Everybody's feeling a little tapped out. Well, I'll tell you, I appreciate that you are always accessible uh, when we make the call. Uh, all of the guys, you know, uh, Gurpreet at Sitka, you know, Home Inspector, uh, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to be, knowing that uh, all these experts are, are just a call away. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Uh, I think this is the, this is the first time I've recorded. Uh, I'm not it at is. my home studio. You <laughs> know, um, it's pandemic time. I have not been to the CFAX studio since last March of 2020. Please. I've been recording by zoom uh, at my home today. I have, I got a different background today for those who are, you know, watching. We post these on YouTube, by the way, just in case anyone's wondering. Uh, I want to show people, by the way, this is the new yet to be uh, uh, released office of Unveiled. Remax. Unveiled. <laughs> Unveiled, yeah. Remax Island Properties, of which I am a part owner now. We have offices in Duncan and Mill Bay, and very soon uh, unveiling this fantastic office. But I'm going to just do a little pan so that you can see, and maybe you can describe to others What's behind me here? This beautiful is beautiful blue water. You've got yes. a great view of the dockyard there or the what a dockside green, right? Oh, well, we're at dockside green and that is Point Hope Shipyard. Right. So yeah, we're right here. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the hubs of Victoria. This is where all the activity happens. Uh, I love it down here. I miss my I mean, I live in Oak Bay and I had my office for years was in Oak Bay. But I got to say this is Victoria. Uh, and we're really enjoying uh, this place. So pretty soon we'll be unveiling, we'll be uh, available for uh, any uh, realtors in Victoria that want to come join us and uh, start reaping the benefits that uh, um, Remax as a brand has to offer. We're, we're very, 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 very happy. I'm one of the Remax old timers, by the way. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 30 years, darn near 30 years right now. Um, 
So Denise, we were talking, we talked about the stress test because this came in January, uh, sorry, June the 1st. Yep. Uh, you mentioned that people need to qualify at 5.24%. Uh, this is not the first stress test, as you mentioned before. Uh, this one seemed to roll in a lot uh, faster though, didn't it? Like we didn't yeah, have a lot not of- a lot, Not a lot of warning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and um, just to be clear as well, so if contracts, if you had a purchase contract that was written before June 1st, it is grandfathered at the old stress test rate of 479. Great. So that, um, that was uh, stressful for some people that had a purchase in the queue. They suddenly thought they had to requalify. So that I got a lot of phone calls on that as well. What happens now? I'm like, you're good. Yeah, it was probably uh, probably a busy week for you phone call wise, wasn't yeah, it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Just a lot of reassurance too. Got it. Got it. You know, the other thing that uh, I think we need to explain to people because you've talked about insured and uninsured uninsurable mortgages. Um, I think it's really important for people to know um, the difference. Uninsurable is not a bad thing. No, it's not. Yeah. It's just a term for how we can qualify the mortgage. So three really simple rules to make some uninsurable mortgage um, is the amortization. Mm -hmm. So if you have your 20% down and you opt to take the 30 year, it is a choice. You can have the 25 year or less if you qualified, but you can go to a 30 year amortization. As soon as you have the 30-year amortization, it now gets the classification of an uninsurable mortgage, meaning our mortgage insurers will not do any back insurance on it. That's CMHC, Sajin, and Canada Guarantee. So the lenders cannot get that extra comfort mm -hmm. behind the funding, basically. So a 30-year amortization, any purchase value over a million dollars. So if you're purchasing a property over a million dollars, it's right away uninsurable. You cannot have a CMHC insurance premium attached to that. And that's another reason why insured mortgages often have better rates because it's less of a risk for the lender because they have insurance behind it, right? Yeah, it's called borrower default insurance. If the borrower defaults, the lender gets paid. That's what they're paying that insurance for. Yeah. So we also, I'm going to throw you a loop here. We okay. have insurable mortgages, okay. insured, insurable, and uninsurable. <laughs> okay. okay. I got to write these down. All right. Yeah. Insurable. All right. But insurable means you can still get some insurance premium backed onto the mortgage, but you don't pay it as a borrower. The lender does. So if you put 20% down and you choose that 25 year amortization, it classifies as an insurable mortgage the lender pays an insurance premium behind it. And that puts that extra securitization on the mortgage. So when we have difficult properties, some lenders will want to have that insurability on the mortgage. So even with 20% down, even with 20% oh, down. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's, and sometimes some lenders offer a better rate on that insurable mortgage. So we can see some difference in rates between those three products. Yeah. I, and this is another reminder about how important it is. You know, people think that, okay, I, I got my pre-approval. Uh, Denise has got my paperwork, my P4, my, you know, pay stubs and all that kind of stuff. That doesn't mean that you can go ahead and uh, it's not like you're buying cash because the bank still needs to know about yes. the property you're buying. Right. And now, this is the reason why the appraisal process still happens. Right? Yeah. This is something you and I talk about often. And I've turned, tried to use the different terminology with my clients is that I've pre-qualified you. I tell my clients that you are pre-qualified. A full approval is once we have a purchase contract and the lender gets to approve the property as well. And so by not putting a condition of finance in there, you're risking that the lender may not lend on that property. 
So these pre-inspections are really helpful with a unconditional offer where we can really find out as much as possible about the house and see if there's any kind of red flag about that house that it would scare a lender away. Something that is devaluing that house or could very quickly devalue that house. Um, so, you know, to not put a condition of finance and not know enough about a property is just ridiculous. Now, there are times, there are times like when you ask the question, well, what kind of house is it? Is it, you know, is it liquid? Is it something that is, you know, demonstrably this kind of value? Sometimes yeah. it's, it's, you know, we can say, oh yeah, like they, they sell like hotcakes and, yeah. you know, this Super is our market, marketable area, everything like that. There's, yes. you, it's very easy for me to determine if there's going to be something that the lender's going to walk away from. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not denying. I've definitely had a lot of unconditional offers this year. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. it's hard to utter those words myself. Yes, sure. <laughs> no, take your financing out. <laughs> Because yeah. you never know. You never know. R lender rules are strict. You yeah. can't get blindsided on an unconditional offer. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and the other thing is, you know, people have to understand that even if an offer does not have a subject of finance unconditional, that doesn't mean that the people are paying cash. Most of the time, they're still getting a mortgage and they, we still get calls afterwards from, uh, you know, the buyer's agent saying, oh, we need to bring in an appraiser in. And That's got to get written in there, right? Don't you feel? Well, yes. You can explain it well to the seller. Like, yes, it's unconditional, but they are getting financing. So we do want a little clause in there to say, can we have access for an appraisal, please? And, and this is something that, and I, I remember I had this conversation at the, uh, the local appraisal uh, institute chapter. Yeah. And uh, I explained that for me, for my sellers, whenever we have this, I do say, listen, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, just because it's unconditional doesn't mean that it's truly cash. We may still hear from an appraiser. And I just want to make sure that when that call happens, you're not, you're not freaked out because it's, yeah. it's usual, right? So yeah, you don't want to have anything that's alarming the seller because they really, you know, it's in their sold. eyes and rightfully so it's all said and done. Yeah. Right. There shouldn't be any more questions after you've removed those conditions. Uh, no so problem. You get it. Denise, your phone number uh, again. 250-889-4743. Yeah. And denisewebster.com. And of course, all your, uh, the email. Yeah, uh, Denise at DeniseWebster.com. Denise and uh, all of your contact information anyways is on our page on the cfax1070.com uh, website. Well, listen, uh, we need to take yet another break. Uh, but, but we're going to come back because I, I still want to pick up that conversation about uh, uh, downtown living, condo living, and all that kind of stuff. So we're here with Denise Webster with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today with Denise Webster. She's our mortgage broker and show sponsor here at The Whole Home Show. And we are talking about the stress test that came in on June the 1st and a number of other things. I learned something today about insurable, uninsurable, and uninsured. Uninsured. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I'm going to, I got I got to, I'm going to listen to this episode again, just to remind myself of all this stuff, but you know what, all of these things are in place. And to me, it's a good thing. Like all we got to do is think back to 2008 when the States had their subprime crisis mm -hmm. and the Canada as a nation fared well because of the fact that we have a more robust banking system and particularly with mortgages, correct? Yes, and I, I have to do a, a quote that I think is very, very uh, 
um, appropriate, appropriate right now. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people will kind of have that conversation with me about 2008 and get fearful that this is going to happen in Canada again. And I said, have you seen the movie, The Big Short? Yeah. Right. Which is a yeah. great movie. Yeah. I said, the only thing Canadian about that is Ryan Gosling. <laughs> that's he's from Toronto that's right <laughs> it won't happen in Canada our securitization is completely different and the I mean the restrict rules of underwriting and document review it just you can't get that through you know and and there are times where we're you know maybe clients will sit there and say oh my goodness this just seems like such a hassle and all this and blah blah blah, blah. well it's there for it's there for a reason it's there yeah for a reason. so i've had a client say do you need me to name my firstborn after this lender <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it gets difficult and it's tough and i quite often say please don't shoot the messenger this is required and there's a reason why yeah i've never thought about this before but you know in my 30 years I can't think of very many examples where my clients who bought a house ended up defaulting and, and foreclosing. Like off the top of my head right now, I can think of one. Probably a unique situation too. It was, and I, I don't want to disclose it, you know, nope. uh, but, but um, uh, I, you know, 3,000 transactions, 30 years, um, it happens rarely. Right. Yeah, I actually just had that conversation with a friend yesterday and just said, I mean, I'm going into my 12th year and I've never been notified of any of my mortgages that have gone into default. Yeah. And it is a statistic. Canadians pay their mortgages. They're not so great with consumer debt. We have an issue there, uh -huh. but mortgages, they'll do everything to keep that roof over their head and pay their mortgage. It is not a problem in Canada of defaulting mortgages. Wow. Very low. Well, yeah, it's good. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. I mean, people were just walking away from homes in the States. You, uh, you know, you look at a city like Detroit. So I have a friend who works in the Detroit marketplace and, you know, people just walked away and these homes are worth $20,000 wow. and, you know, there, and there's a reason, right? I mean, yeah. right now, if, if someone was to say, I want my, my brick house with a white picket fence and, you know, character with a big yard and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, sure. That's $1.6 million in Victoria right now. You can buy that in Detroit for $49,000, but wow. you'd be in Detroit, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we were talking before our uh, earlier break there about ownership and how we have experienced people leaping downwards two or three property types. Again, going from home to, to strata duplex to townhouse down to condo just because of affordability. And, you know, for some, it feels like a failure. It's like I could not get the house. But you made a comment. We were talking about other metropolitan areas like Paris and New York, where this whole apartment living thing is 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 the way it is. Right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. I think there will be a, a shift. I do. I think um, just home ownership in general is where your pride can be, where you actually feel, you know, you're building some equity in your in your property. You're not paying it to your landlord. Uh, it doesn't have to have so much status of the white picket fence mm -hmm. detached house. No, no, no. And I, I remember too, you were in Paris like the year before the, the cathedral burned down or something, right? Uh, I remember yes, you mentioned I was. something about yes, that. Yes, I was. You're yeah. right. It, it happened just before it burned down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, to, to, to just experience, you know, it's, it's lifestyle. It's all about lifestyle and enjoying the whole, you know, what, what for instance, uh, downtown has to offer, which, which we have here uh, yeah. really well. Right. 
I mean, I, I showed a, a few moments ago here my view from Dockside Green, where Remax Island Properties is located, and all the you know residences that are around here. They weren't here 20 no. years ago. Dick right? West is gorgeous. There's just yeah. so many beautiful changes happening over there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, one thing that I, I do want to kind of switch to is um, there's that whole ownership and renter uh, uh, thing. And there's a stigma there, too, because there are I've read all, you know, we, we read articles and stuff. People do feel, oh, you know, uh, ownership is the way to go. I don't feel like I've made it unless I, you know, unless I own if I'm still mm -hmm. renting. Renting is still very much a viable option. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, and compare that to the UK. I mean, very, very little home ownership. It's all rented in the UK, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, there's no surprise. It's funny that you mentioned that. I, I was watching a video on YouTube uh, of a townhouse in um, Belgravia, you know, which is right beside uh, Buckingham Castle. A townhouse oh. for 16 million pounds. Right. And it was nice, but it wasn't $30 million nice. You know? <laughs> right. So, yeah, of course, it's going to be rental. But but uh, again, renting is a viable option. And for many with the ability and the discipline to save, some people can actually get ahead mm -hmm. when they're renting as opposed to owning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely two schools of thought. Some people do not want home ownership. They're very happy renting, not having that responsibility. I think the time comes when your life gets interrupted. So it is when you've been given notice and now you have to find a new home. And that's where you start to feel like I'm not in control of this. And that's, I think, when people start to really look at home ownership or, you know, they do want to make improvements and it's not their home to make them. Why would we pay to do this? So that's where I think things change is when you, you want to have more control over where you're living. Well, actually, I will give some examples that I've had recently because a lot of uh, property owners have sold and, of course, it has affected tenants. Mm -hmm. And the ones that, that I really, really feel for are the ones where, you know, because we're in school catchment areas yes. and where if the family can't find a home in the same catchment area of the school, the, the child's going to have to move schools. And I think that's, that's, that's really unfortunate, right? It is unfortunate. You'd, you'd hope they can make some exceptions with the catchment on, in scenarios like that. But absolutely, there's been a lot of renters that have faced some pretty bad hardship. Just it's such a hard market to find rentals and then, you know, having what you thought was pretty good security of where you were living and realizing, nope, they're selling. And you just kind of, a lot of people have been blindsided trying to find homes as renters. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is, it is, it is, it can be unfortunate, but like you said, that's all about, you know, uh, having control of where you're at. And that's one of the yeah. huge benefits of home ownership. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk now, cause we're talking about mortgages, the stress test, getting a mortgage, but how about, because you've also been handling in this marketplace with increasing equity, a lot of refinances, mm -hmm. so people refinancing their homes, their mortgage or, or whatever. How is the stress test related to? Um, uh, the same. Uh -huh. Yeah. So if, so I'll be very clear because there, I've seen some articles where there's people fearful of their mortgage renewal. You know, when they come up for renewal, do they need to qualify at this new stress test? No, is the answer. A renewal of your mortgage when your term is up is very straightforward. If you are not looking to make any changes, you want to stay with your existing lender um, and you're not looking for any new funds as in tapping into your equity and you just want to roll into a new five-year fixed or five-year variable term, you sign on the dotted line. You can stay with that lender. Make sure they're offering you the very best rate. It's absolutely important that you run it by your mortgage broker. I always ask my clients to touch base before they sign the renewal. 
because sometimes we push a little bit and we can get a better rate, but it's really nice to sign your renewal. Uh, very rarely do they even look at credit. If you've never missed a payment and you've been in good standing with that lender for your term, you're going to get a great renewal and sign on the dotted line. Stress test does not it's affect It's that you. easy. It's just yeah. that easy. Yeah. Refinance is a very different terminology. It means you are restructuring the mortgage because you want to pull some equity out as cash or maybe add a line of credit, um, a home equity secured line of credit. And that means you have to re-register the mortgage with land titles. So you are disrupting the mortgage. You may stay with the same lender and refinance, but it does create land title re-registration. So it is all going to qualify under the new stress test. So as soon as we add, lenders will say, if you change it by $1, which nobody would do, but it's as simple as that. If you change the registration by adding new funds, you are going to qualify under the new stress test. Yeah, and it's, and it's a whole process, right? Because it's the qualification. Uh, it's the, you know, it, it can uh, trigger an appraisal, right? Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, it means going to the lawyer, legal fees, yeah. you know, signing uh, land titles. Uh, I know Gurpreet at Sitka also has been handling a lot of uh, refinances recently. It's been so. a big part of our business since the rates dropped because a lot of people are in much higher rates and they want to get out of them. So, uh, I mean, the first and foremost the to-do item, when anybody calls me and they say they want to refinance just to get a better rate, even if they don't want new funds, but they want to refinance, that means we are moving it to a new lender. Mm -hmm. And that does qualify again, all your new documents, your income documents. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Shoot. Yeah, well, so the stress test, the stress test is, is part of all this. Uh, you can't get away from it. It's just, it is oh, with everything now. Right? Yeah. And sorry, where I was going, sorry, <laughs> is the penalties. That's the most uh, important thing. So it's very attractive to see these wonderful low rates and you look at your existing mortgage and maybe it's in a higher 3% because that's where we were before the pandemic. So if you do decide to refinance to get a better rate, you are going to pay a penalty. Almost everybody in Canada is in a closed mortgage. It's a fixed or a variable closed mortgage. And we have to know what that penalty is to make sense. And it's black or white. It works or it doesn't. I can calculate what the penalty will be. And I calculate what the interest is saved by going into a new mortgage with the lower rate. And if you recover that penalty before your original amortization then, or maturity date, then it makes sense to do that early re refinance. And by the way, banks, you know, because people go, Wait, why do I have to pay a penalty? Well, the thing is you signed, you made a commitment to the bank for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And to break out sooner, um, the bank's just trying to, just trying to, uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean, they have investors too. And they've said, you know, on this five year fixed rate, we can guarantee you a return of investment of this much. And if you break it, that's cutting off that return of investment for that, that lender. Yeah, bank is the bottom line is banks are not evil. Banks not. aren't bad. Banks help us out. Banks, you know, when and sometimes we forget, you know, people are buying a house, an $800,000 house. The bank's going to own 80% of that or, or more. You're partners with the bank, right? For the first loss payable. <laughs> for, yes, thank you, thank you. Which is really important why you picked the right one. Which is the reason why you got to call Denise Webster at Dominion Lending Centers Modern Mortgage Group. Denise, again, uh, how can people reach you? Directly at two five zero eight eight nine four seven four three, or an email to Denise at deniswebster dot com.
Yes, and I know our listeners listen because you get calls and contact all the time. You are a, you're very much a regular here on the program. We love having and, you because it's lovely to get a call with somebody that says they've been heard me on CFAX. I, it's always let me know if you've heard me. That's lovely. Yeah, and you know what? I I love it too. I mean, we've been at this. We've both been at this long enough. Where it's it's love. Let's let's look family. You know, people uh, people listen. Anyways, um, community. Uh, community absolutely. Denise, thanks for coming today. Thanks, Tony. And to the rest of your listeners, to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.